Thank you, Father. Good evening. Thank you so very much for joining us tonight for our time of ministry in the Word of God and our Bible study. Hallelujah. God is so good. Amen. He's faithful. He's kind. He's loving. He's merciful. He's gracious. Hallelujah. We could never find enough superlatives to describe our God. He is beyond description. Amen. He's a good God. He's a faithful God. Thank you for joining us tonight, wherever you are joining us um, from and on whatever platform. I'm very thankful to have you. God is so good and what a blessed opportunity that he's given to us again to be able to come together tonight to enjoy the presence of the Lord and to gather around his word together. I believe that he's going to help us tonight like he's done the last several weeks since we started this year. And I know that he's going to continue to help us as we move on um, into the rest of the year. We, uh, we have been studying and discussing uh, what we have titled Thanksgiving is Right. I hope you have your Bibles, your devices, whatever it is you use in accessing the Word of God. Um, I'm going to have us um, bow our heads and share a word of prayer tonight before we dive right into the Word of God. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you so very much for another opportunity that you've given to us tonight to be able to come together around your Word, to receive instruction, to receive illumination, to receive understanding. Thank you for your mighty grace that is here with us, that is working with us. Father, we honor you. We bless you. I pray, Father God, that you grant us illumination tonight. Think through my mind and speak through my vocal cords. Lord, grant understanding to my brothers and my sisters that are joining us in this service and to those that will receive it afterwards. Cause the light of God to shine upon their path. And Lord, enable them to be elevated in their lives, in their destinies, in their aspirations. We give you all the glory, Lord. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much again for joining us tonight. For a few weeks, we've been discussing Thanksgiving is right. Um, that's the right way to enter into the new year. And somebody says, but Thanksgiving, isn't that what they do in the United States in November? No. Thanksgiving is right in every season. It's always right. Thanksgiving is how we enter in. Thanksgiving is how we stay in and continue in. Thanksgiving is how we finish. Thanksgiving is always right. Amen. Somebody say with me, Thanksgiving is always right. Hallelujah. In the Psalms, Psalm 100, we've read this pretty much every service um, since we've been discussing this. The Bible says um, from verse 1, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know you that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is how we enter in. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him 
and bless his name. For the Lord is good. Hallelujah. Oh, the Lord is good. Oh, the Lord is good. Is he good or what? Hallelujah. The Lord is good. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. And his truth endureth to all generations. Let's go to Acts chapter 14. I am not endeavoring to do a full-fledged review. Just reading a couple of scriptures that are fundamental to our discussion. This series of lessons. Acts chapter 14 verse 17. I trust God that we're going to be able to close it out tonight. And and talk about the last three um, ways of expressing our thanksgiving to God. We have already learned some ways. Uh, we've, We've done about four of them. Um, we want to do the last three tonight and the Lord will help us. The Holy Spirit will help us wherever we get to tonight. When our time is up, we're going to stick with time. It's uh, 45 minutes. I know it was 50 last Wednesday, but the Lord really helped us. There was so much ground to cover and it was so sweet and it was difficult to stop at 45. Amen. <laughs> and if you were with us, I'm sure you were just as blessed as, as we were out here. Amen. So, but he will help us tonight again. And we'll try to keep it somewhere around 45 minutes. We're not, we're not in bondage, but I want to be respectful, uh, both of the process of the need for us to have clarity, understanding, revelation, and not too much material in each service. But I also want to be respectful of the season in which we are. So glory be to God, he's helping us. Let's read here, Acts chapter 14 and verse 17. It says, nevertheless, the Lord, he left not himself without a witness. In that he did good. Someone say God did good. Say he's still doing good and he will continue to do good. Amen. In that he did good and he gave us rain from heaven and fruitful seasons, filling our hearts with food and gladness. The Lord did good. He gave us rain from heaven and fruitful seasons, filling our hearts with food and and gladness. So we ought to be thankful to him. He's been good to us. We ought to be thankful to him for all the good. I mean, you look around you, your life, my life, all of our lives, we are surrounded by testimonies of the goodness of the Lord. What are those? His blessings. Life, health, breath, strength, grace, friends, family, loved ones, ministry, career, business, job, and and all the opportunities that the Lord has surrounded us with. Hallelujah. We ought to be thankful. The Bible says it is the right thing in every situation. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18, reading from the Amplified Bible, it says, Thank God in everything, no matter what the circumstances may be. Be thankful and give thanks for this. Being thankful, this is the will of God for you who are in Christ. What is the will of God for every believer, every time? Thanksgiving. What is the will of God for every believer, every single day? Thanksgiving. Whether the time seems good or not, Thanksgiving. Whether we are feeling good or not, Thanksgiving. Whether things seem to be going right or not, Thanksgiving. What is the will of God for a believer every day, every hour, every season? You got it. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Somebody say, I'm thankful. I'm thankful to the Lord. I'm thankful to the Lord. Amen. 
Now, at the end of this service, each of us should be able to just go through it ourselves. In our, we should be able to, you know, just list it off of the top of our heads. Like, what are the different ways in which we offer thanksgiving to the Lord? Right? We've already learned four of them. Number one, verbally. Verbal thanksgiving. That is, thanking God through our words, our songs, verbal expressions of thanksgiving. Heartfelt verbal expressions. Number two, thanksgiving through serving God. Serving God. Every believer, every child of God should be thanking God because that should be serving God because that's the way we express our gratitude. One of the ways we express our gratitude to God. Like if we have strength and we can go to work, we ought to have strength to serve the Lord. If we have skills and gifts and talents to um, monetize opportunities and and um, avenues that God gives to us so that we can have resources for our lives, we ought to be able to use those same skills, gifts, and talents to serve the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, thanksgiving is right, and serving God is one of the ways in which we serve Him. So there's verbal thanksgiving, thanksgiving through serving God. And then number three, last week we went into two very important ones, very similar, thanksgiving through giving of our material benefits, whether you call it tithes, you call it offering, sacrificial offering, different material resources. We are thank thanksgiving, one of the greatest ways to express thanksgiving is through giving of our material benefits. And oh boy, we did an extensive um, <laughs> um, discussion with that last week, even though I didn't even think we were going to go as deep as we did. But yeah, the Lord did help us and we went quite, we went quite deep there. So we express thanksgiving and gratitude to the Lord through giving of our finances and our material resources. And then the fourth one, we focused one of the aspects of giving is giving first fruit offerings. And we discussed what first fruit offering. This is so powerful. It's really one of the few times that um, I have taken the liberty to extensively discuss it. Uh, there's so much more about it to learn, to discuss, to, to, to grow in. But, but we gave it a little bit of time, a little bit of our focus, and, and I believe it was such a blessing. I was so blessed um, by that opportunity and by even some of the things that the Holy Spirit helped us discuss. So thanking God with our first fruits, like you get an increase at work that is a regular increase, that's something gonna, that you are going to have going forward, taking a portion of that or the whole first batch of it like they did in the Old Testament in their harvest seasons, they would take the very first part of their um, the harvest that they received was their first fruit, put it in baskets. We read this in Deuteronomy 26 last week. Put it in basket, and I described this basket. For me, it represents like our praise, like our medium, like the channel through which we offer this thanksgiving, right? It's through which we offer these first fruits. Amen. So we, we, we put it in baskets of praise and thanksgiving. In fact, in that scripture, it says, you worship the Lord. At the end of it, in verse 10, Deuteronomy chapter 26, verse 10, I think 9 and 10, it says, you worship the Lord with it. You worship the Lord. You thank God with your first fruit. So we discuss that. If you miss that, whew, you got to go. You got to go listen to that. Or even if you got it, if you were there in that service, you should listen to that again and again and again. It would liberate you, but it would also bring you to a place of open heavens where material resources and increase in life is concerned. Somebody say amen. So we've learned four. Number one, 
Let's say it together. Thanksgiving through verbal expressions. Number two, thanksgiving through serving God. Number three, thanksgiving through material giving. Number four, thanksgiving through giving our first fruits. Amen. Let's deal tonight uh, with the last three. Hallelujah. And the, the, number, the fifth one is thanksgiving through making vows and pledges. Through making vows and pledges. You see this right there. We've, we've read this scripture before. But let's read it again in um, Psalm 50. The 50th Psalm. And let's read verses 14 and 15. The 50th Psalm. Hallelujah. Psalm 50 verses 14 and 15. Verse 50. Sorry, Psalm 50 verses 14 and 15. It says there, Offer unto God thanksgiving. And what's the next line? And pay your vows. Pay your vows unto the Most High. This is not strictly material or financial or something like that. No. Vows can vary. Yeah, a lot of times they are material, they are financial, but they've sometimes it can be a commitment we make to do something for the Lord, right? Um, um, it's a vow, a, a pledge that we're going to uh, perform a certain obligation uh, for the Lord in gratitude for what we think he's going to do for what we believe, not what we think, what we believe he's going to do for us. Or sometimes what he has already done, which maybe we're not really in that position at that time, at that moment in time to, to do that, to make, to fulfill that obligation. But, but we make a promise, almost like we, we give the Lord a promissory note and we make a pledge to him and we vow. Hallelujah. That because you did this, I am going to do that. Or because I know and I'm believing you are going to do this, when you do it, I am going to do that. And like I said, sometimes it's material, sometimes it's financial, but a lot of other times it's other things like it could be something you are going to do with your life, something you are going to do with your time, right? Something you are going to, you are going to pursue, some, 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 um, initiative you are going to be involved in. It could even be the dedication of, like, you remember the story of Anna. Let's go read that one in 1 Samuel uh, uh, chapter 1. Let's read. I want to read when she made that vow and when she fulfilled it. And, and Anna, you know the story of Anna in 1 Samuel chapter 1. Anna was believing God for the fruit of the womb. And she had been believing God for so many years. It was a very difficult process for her. And one of those times she was in the temple and she made a vow to the Lord. Because she believed that the Lord would give her that that fruit of the womb. She said, Lord, when you give me this fruit of the womb, I'm going to do this with this fruit of the womb. It wasn't money. It wasn't financial. It wasn't material. It was something. She dedicated something. As a part of, it was almost like advance, advance, um, advance thanksgiving. I'm thanking you, Lord, in advance for doing this, but I'm I'm giving it to you um, by committing to a certain obligation, dedicating something, offering something to you that is beyond my verbal expression, that is beyond 
my um, praise, singing. No, I'm going to do something. A part of my life, I'm going to commit it to something. A part, a part of my uh, time, I'm going to commit it to something. A part of my energy, I'm going to commit it to something. And it could be money. A part of my resources, I'm going to commit it to something. When you do that, I remember several years ago, I, I can tell stories. <laughs> I remember several years ago, and this was, um, this was way back then, um, in 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 um, Nigeria, I remember a woman made. Uh, she was believing God for something, and she was into business. And um, she, this was between her and the Lord. She went to the altar and she said, "Lord, if you do this and you open this door, and I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy new chairs for the the choir of the church. I think it was new chairs and uniforms. I think I think those were the two things. If I'm not, I, I don't. This is this is almost thirty years ago, and uh, the Lord did it. What she asked for, the Lord brought her the miracle, and she showed up and. All we saw was bringing in chairs and bringing in uniforms and giving resources for those things to be to be purchased. So that was that was a vow that was made. Amen. But let's read the story of Hannah here in First Samuel chapter one. Um, because of time, let's read it from verse nine, nine to eleven. And Anna rose up. So Anna rose up after they had eaten in Shiloh, and after they had drunk. Now Eli the priest sat upon a seat by a post of the temple of the Lord, and she was in bitterness of soul, right, and prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. You know why? Because she was deeply moved for this need in her life. Verse, verse 11, and she vowed a vow, glory to God, she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed look on the affliction of thine handmaid and remember me. And not forget your handmaid, but you will give unto your handmaid a man-child. She was very specific. Then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life, and there shall no razor come upon his head. So I'm going to give him to the Lord for kingdom service the rest of his life. I'm going to give that child to the Lord for kingdom service for the rest of his life. And she fulfilled that vow. She paid that vow in verse 24 after she had this child, Samuel. In verse 24, when she had weaned him, she took him up with her with three bullocks. Oh, I love that. She took him up with her with three bullocks and one ephah of flour and a bottle of wine and brought him unto the house of the Lord in Shiloh. And the child was young. The child had no idea what his mother was doing. But she brought the child along and then she brought some material benefits and blessings. Bullocks and flour and all just to fulfill, to pay that vow. She didn't vow flowers and bullocks, but she believed that, you know, we've talked about Thanksgiving through material giving, right? She believed that was part of what she needed to Nobody asked her to do it. She believed that's part of what she needed to do. Verse 25, and they slew a bullock and brought the child to Eli, 26. And she said, oh, my Lord, as thy soul liveth, my Lord, I am the woman that stood by thee here, praying unto the Lord. For this child I prayed, and the Lord has given me my petition, which I asked of him. Therefore also I have lent him to the Lord as long, not, not lent as in I'm going to take him back, but they use that word lent. They, actually in the original it means I've given him. Here you see there it says I've lent him to the Lord. As long as he lives, he shall be lent to the Lord, and, he, she, and they worship the Lord there. 
So she, she gave that boy, paid that vow, um, just as she had made it. One of the ways in which we give thanks is through vows, making vows. Because we know God is faithful. He's going to fulfill his word. So we make an advanced promise that when he does fulfill that word, we're going to, this, we're going to thank him. We're going to praise him for it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So I want to read a couple of notes here from my notes regarding vows. Thanking God in advance, either through verbal expressions or vows and pledges of dedications or of material things or both for the desires, expectations, mercies and deliverances you expect from him at a future time. Listen to that again. Thanking God in advance. Thanking, that's what that is. That vow is thanking God in advance. Either through verbal expressions or vows and pledges of dedications or of material things or both for the desires, expectations, mercies and deliverances that you expect from the Lord in the future. That's the fifth way in which we offer thanksgiving to the Lord. So, we've learned five. Five ways to offer thanksgiving to the Lord. Number one, verbal expressions. Number two, serving God. Number three, material giving. Number four, first fruits. Number five, vows and pledges. Somebody say, I'm getting it. <laughs> Somebody say, whoa, I'm getting I'm really getting it. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I can hear you. All right, let's go to number six. It's very simple, but let's read a couple of scriptures here. Number six is giving thanks to God with our lives and our lifestyles. Giving thanks to God with our lives and our lifestyles. Intentionally reflecting and giving God glory and praise through your life and in your interaction with others. Intentionally giving God praise through your life and in your interaction with others. You remember uh, that scripture, 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 9. Look at what it says. You are, you are a chosen generation. Hallelujah. Chosen generation, a royal priesthood. 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 9. Glory, glory, glory be to God. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Who in time past you were not a people, but you are now the people of God. Who in time past you had not obtained mercy, but now you have obtained the mercy of God. Look at that. You are a chosen. So you offer praise and thanksgiving to God by your life and your lifestyle. Living and acting and carrying yourself as a true chosen, truly chosen generation. You are a chosen generation. You are different. You've been called out of the world. Living like that. Let your life show that. Let it reflect that. That you are a chosen generation. Acting different and not acting um, uh, religious or crazy or anything like that. No, but reflecting the light of whatever reflects the light of God. Amen. Re whatever, re being 
an answer, being a part of the solution, spreading the love of God and the kindness and the goodness of God. Remember, we've read he is a good God. He did good. He gave us fruitful seasons and rain from heaven. He's kind to us. He's gracious. He's merciful. Well, reflecting that by being the same in our lifestyle. That's, that's a way of thanking God. That's a way of thanking Because when people are impacted by that, when people see that, they turn around and thank God. And doing it in such a way that uh, when we have the opportunity to, hallelujah, we, we don't... Um, we don't act like, you know, sometimes we act coy. People say, wow, you're just such a good person. Oh, wow, wow, wow. You're such a loving person. Wow, where did you get this? And oh, mom, wow. I'd like to meet your family. It must be uh, maybe your parents or people in your family. And we just act coy. Well, yeah, it flows in the family. No, uh-uh. it's not your family. <laughs> this is not from your family. This is from the Lord, right? When we have the opportunity to to give him thanks and to give him glory and to let people know, ah, this is from the Lord. It's the Lord who made me this way. It's the Lord who prepared me to be like this. It's the Lord He's worked on me. I, I wasn't always like this. Amen. It's the Lord. It's his work. It's the Holy Spirit in my life. He's the one producing all this fruit. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. You are a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood. Acting like that. Carrying yourself like a royal priesthood. You are a king and you are a priest unto the Lord and carrying yourself like that in your daily life. Amen. You are a holy nation. You are holy. Amen. You are set apart for a good purpose, a godly purpose. Amen. You are not, you are not filthy. You are not corrupt. So filthiness should not emanate from you, not from your mouth, not from your lifestyle. You are, not, you are a holy nation. Somebody say, I'm a holy nation. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. He said that you should show forth the praises of him who called you out of darkness. You've been called out of darkness. You are the church. You're a child of God. You've been called out of darkness. You are not darkness. You are not a part of darkness. You've been called out of darkness. So you can show the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Because in the time past, you were not. You were not God's people. But now you are God's people. So through our lives... Through our lifestyle. Remember, we are created for His glory. That the essence of our the, the purpose of our creation is to bring God glory, so that people can see the glory of God shining through us. That's the purpose of every human being who is on this earth. That's so why when we come into Christ and we receive new purpose, the purpose is to shine for the glory of God. So that people can see. Remember where Jesus said in the New Testament, you are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. And he's saying that to, to, to tell us that when we are light and when we are salt, then people will see our good works and they will praise our Father. So indirectly through our lives, God is receiving thanks. Thanksgiving is coming to God through our lifestyle. Not just through one activity or through the other, no, but through our lifestyle. Yes, through our excellence. Yes, through our graces. Yes, through our goodness. Yes, through our accomplishment. Yes, the, the Lord is receiving, especially when, when we are bold enough to, to, to talk about it, both privately and publicly, when we can declare, oh, that's the Lord. 
And when we are receiving all these compliments and, and, and we have an opportunity to, to actually thank you, that's the Lord. It's not me, it's the Lord. I give him the glory and I give him the praise. People go, oh, okay. Some people will receive you well and say, oh, okay. Other people will be upset by it like, no, it's you. It's not, it's not the Lord somewhere. There's, there's no Lord. No, but you already said your peace, right? And for many, it could be a seed that could ultimately lead them to the Lord as well. Look at Isaiah chapter 43. And verse 7, even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory. I have formed him, yea, I have made him. You were created for the glory of God. I was created for the glory of God. That's why we were, that's why we were, that's why we were sent to this earth. That's why the Lord saved us, so that God can receive glory through our lives. Amen. And so, one of the major ways in which we give God thanks is through a lifestyle that is pleasing to Him and that is giving Him praise. A life of excellence, grace, goodness, and accomplishments channel thanksgiving, channels thanksgivings to God. Especially when we make it known, both privately and publicly, that He, God, is the one responsible for it all. He gets the glory. He gets the glory. Hallelujah. Let me read that again. A life of excellence, grace, goodness, and accomplishments channels thanksgivings to God, especially when we make it known privately and publicly that God is the one responsible for it all. He received the glory there. He receives thanksgiving. Hallelujah. We have learned so far six ways in which we can offer, or we should, not can, should offer thanksgiving to God on an ongoing basis, especially beginning from the beginning of a new season. And right through that season, and to the end of that season. Hallelujah. Thanksgiving is always right. It's right at the beginning. Is right as you go through it. Is right in the middle. Is right at the end of it. Thanksgiving is always right. What are these six ways? Number one, verbal expressions of thanksgiving. I'm having us go through it because the more you say it, the more you repeat it, the more it sticks. And then when you meditate it, the Holy Spirit can build it in your life and help you and daily remind you, right? So that you can put it to work. It's not just a theoretical thing where we're learning, right? That the power of the Word of God, the power, the Rema can go from Logos to Rema, sorry, the Word of God, the written Word, it can go from, the revelation of the Word of God can go from Logos to Rema and then produce glory. The Bible says, for yeah, the Word became flesh amongst us. He dwelt amongst us and then we beheld the glory of the Son of God. The Word became flesh and He dwelt among us. And then we became, we beheld the glory. So the word can go from logos, just written word that we're talking about. Where, but it can become empowered through the revelation, empowerment of the Holy Spirit. As we meditate it and revelate it, it can become a powerful revelation. It can become flesh in our lives. And then we begin to act on it and begin to live it out. And then we will behold the glory. We will actually see the fruits of that word. Oh, somebody say, that's me. Somebody say, that's me. Hallelujah. Oh, lift up your hands for just a moment. Say, thank you, Father. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for everything you've done for me. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you for being so gracious. What are the six ways we've already learned? Number one, we just did that. Verbal expressions of thanksgiving. Number two, ex- thanksgiving through serving God. Thanksgiving through serving God. Number three, thanksgiving through material giving. Material and financial giving. Number four, thanksgiving through giving of our first fruits. Thanksgiving through giving of our first fruits. Number five, thanksgiving through vows and pledges. We sometimes can be material, sometimes are life substances of life that are dedicated, even lives themselves that are dedicated, vows and pledges. And the last one we just learned, number six, is thanksgiving through our lives and through our lifestyle. Giving glory to God through our life, through our excellence, through our grace, through our goodness, through through reflecting the character of God in our daily lives, being light, being salt in the earth, that then causes thanksgiving to redound unto God. Somebody say amen. Let's take the last one. The last one is what the Bible calls the sacrifice of thanksgiving. Hallelujah. The sacrifice of thanksgiving. What is that? When thanksgiving is almost uncalled for in a stretch of life experience that we may be going through, where thanksgiving almost seems inappropriate, almost seems superfluous. Like, you really look, you really try hard and you look, and you almost, you almost can't find something to be thankful for. There's always something to be thankful for. But in our minds, you just, there's so much pressure in that season. And every one of us, every human being, every child of God will go through stretches like that from time to time. Something just, something terrible just happened. Something just seems like it would never change. We've tried everything and it's just not, it's not happening. We feel like we're cornered and we feel like we've been abandoned and we're not helped. We don't see even a flicker of light in our situation. All hope seems lost. Everything seems to be against us. You look and you try hard to find something to be thankful for and it's just not coming to mind. Then offer the sacrifice of thanksgiving. You don't feel like it. You don't even want to do it. Your mind, everything about you is struggling with that. But you offer substantial sacrifice of thanksgiving to the Lord. You offer Him thanks verbally. You do things for Him in service. You, all those other ways we've talked about thanksgiving, you do it even though you are in a difficult stretch of life. And thanksgiving at this point just seems absolutely superfluous. Like on, it's, it feels irrelevant. It feels you, you don't even want to do it. It feels inappropriate. <laughs> you offer God thanks. That's the sacrifice of thanksgiving. Hallelujah.
Let's read Psalm 107, verses 21 and 22. Psalm 107, verses 21 and 22. Glory, 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 glory to God. Psalm 107, verses 21 and 22. It says, All that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works, to the children of men, but right now you are just not feeling that goodness. Right now you are just not seeing that wonder. You are not seeing that wonderful work. You are in a difficult stretch. It says in verse 22, And let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare his works with rejoicing. When in a moment, in a stretch of life, you don't even feel like you can see the work. You don't even feel like you can see the wonder. You don't even feel like you can see the goodness. Then offer the sacrifice of thanksgiving and rejoice over that work you can see. Rejoice over that goodness you don't think you are experiencing. Rejoice over that goodness, over that, that wonder that seems to be eluding you. It's a sacrifice. Of thanksgiving. All that men will praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men and let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare his works with rejoicing. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I mean, two of the more powerful stories that I can think about and we talk about a lot of times when we talk about the sacrifice of thanksgiving. Let's read a couple of those scriptures real quickly. It's the story of Jonah when he was caught in the belly of the fish. And in Jonah chapter 2 and in verse 9, when it looked like all hope was gone, Jonah was surrounded by darkness and darkness only. He couldn't even see a flicker of light in his situation. It seemed like there was no way out and he would never be released from this dungeon. Jonah offered the sacrifice of thanksgiving. Look at it in Jonah chapter 2 and verse 9. Oh, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Usually, we re- I read it. Usually, I read it from verse 9 and 10, but I'm actually thinking, let's, let's read it from verse 7. He says in verse 7, When my soul fainted within me, I remember the Lord, and my prayer came in unto thee, into thine holy temple. They that observe lying vanities forsake their own mercy. Verse 9. But I will sacrifice unto thee with the voice of thanksgiving. I will pay that that I have vowed. Vow, remember vow, thanksgiving? Salvation is of the Lord. The salvation is not here yet. He's expecting this salvation. He's expecting deliverance. He's not here yet. He's trapped in the belly of the whale, belly of the fish. And there's no guarantees coming out. But he says, I will offer unto God. Hallelujah. I will sacrifice and offer unto God with the voice of thanksgiving. And in verse 10, the Bible says, the Lord spoke to the fish. Oh, hallelujah. When the voice of Jonah's thanksgiving rose up to heaven. The Lord spoke to the fish. Sometimes we've done everything else 
And sometimes everything else seems elusive, what we're looking for. And the, the one thing that we need to crack that thing open is thanksgiving, the sacrifice of thanksgiving. It says in verse 10, And the Lord spoke unto the fish, and it vomited Jonah upon the dry land. God suddenly stirred something within that fish. There was discomfort within that. There was earthquake, a shaking. Heaven opened and rocked the life of that, of that, of that fish. And the fish just wanted to get rid of Jonah. It was the, the sacrifice of thanksgiving. Oh, beloved. Oh, if you practice this more. Remember, practice this more this year. It's an opportunity. I'll read that to you from my notes in just a minute. Don't, don't waste that opportunity. Feels like you're trapped somewhere. It's not working the way you want. It's not feeling good. And really what you want to do is complain. That's an opportunity to sacrifice thanksgiving. Don't waste it. Because when you do something powerful, will come out of it. Something glorious will happen for you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's read about Paul and Silas. You know that story in Acts chapter 16. They were also trapped. And they were not just trapped, they were in pain. They were hurting. They had been unfairly treated. And there was no hope they were ever going to get out. And they also decided to sacrifice with the voice of thanksgiving. And supernaturally, you know this story. Earthquake. Heaven opened and earthquake. Let's read it real quick here before we close. Acts chapter 16, verse, 20, verse 25. Take it from, take it from uh, verse 22 and see what they went through. The multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. Who, having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight, hallelujah, at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God and the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bands well loose. Beloved, are you, you know someone? Are you yourself, someone close to you is going through a difficult stretch in life? And you can't just, you can't see a flicker of hope. You seem trapped. Things just don't seem to be working the way they should. Don't waste the opportunity. It's an opportunity to sacrifice with the sacrifice of thanksgiving. Something happens. Something is deposited in heaven when we do that. Recognize, learn to recognize and take advantage of the opportunities to give thanks to the Lord in the difficult stretches of life that every one of us, every human being goes through. Don't let that opportunity go to waste. Use it. Don't let that opportunity go to waste. Use it. Take advantage of some of the difficult stretches. I'm not trying to prophesy something negative or something evil, 
But all of us do go through some stretches of life where things just don't seem to be working the way they should. And it doesn't seem like there's hope in sight. Take advantage. Don't waste that opportunity. Give the Lord the sacrifice of thanksgiving. And it registers in heaven. Hallelujah. That's the seventh and the, the final one that we're discussing. Let's go through this list of seven real quick, shall we? And then just close out tonight with thanksgiving. Just close out by, just thank, I'm going to give you like a couple of minutes. Just thank God and bless the name of the Lord. So start, as, as we go through, start thinking of what you're going to be thanking God for. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because that's where we're closing out this series of lessons tonight. So what are the seven ways in which we offer thanksgiving to God? Number one, verbal expressions. Thanking God through verbal expressions of thanks and praise and gratitude. Number two, through our service. We offer thanksgiving through our service. Serving God, serving people. Being addicted to serving God and serving people. Number three, we, we offer thanksgiving through giving of our material benefits, finances. Amen. Some of these we call sacrificial seed or sacrificial offering, tithes, offerings, and, and different things. Thanksgiving through material giving, financial giving. Number four, thanksgiving through giving of the first fruits. Oh, that's so powerful. Thanksgiving through giving of the first fruits. Number five, thanksgiving through vows and pledges. Or I'm going through it now. We're going to go over it again one more time. And this time, make sure you're reading it with me, right? You, you're, you're calling it out with me. Thanksgiving through vows and pledges. Amen. Whether it's uh, something substantial in our lives or our lives themselves or time or, or something we dedicate to the Lord, something we make, we adv- make an advance, um, an advance um, offer to the Lord or something we, we give, an offering to the Lord, a vow and a pledge as thanksgiving for what we know he's done or what we know he's going to do. Vows and pledges. Number six, thanksgiving through our lifestyle. Thanksgiving through our lifestyle, through the way we live. Amen. Our lives and our lifestyle. The way we live, shining, reflecting the light of the Father, the, the goodness of the Father in the world. And when if the opportunity shows up, Saying it, let pe- letting people know, privately and publicly, it's not me, it's the Lord, it's the Lord, the Lord, the Lord gets the glory for this. He's the one who's responsible for it. And finally, the sacrifice of thanksgiving. When it just doesn't feel right, it doesn't feel good, but you make that sacrifice anyway. And it's a heartfelt sacrifice, like Jonah, like Paul and Silas. Seven ways. To offer thanksgiving. Let's quickly go through that one more time and, and then get ready to close out tonight. Number one, thanksgiving through verbal expressions. Number two, thanksgiving through service, serving God. Number three, thanksgiving through material and financial giving. Number four, thanksgiving through giving of the first fruits. Number five, thanksgiving through vows and pledges. Number six, thanksgiving through our lives and our lifestyles. And number seven, finally, the sacrifice of thanksgiving. Somebody say, I got it. Say, I got it. Lift up your hands. Let's begin to bless the Lord. Let's thank Him. Go ahead. I'm going to give you a minute or two. Where are we? We're almost, yeah, we're, 
uh, 47 minutes so yeah we've gone a little bit over that but this is all where let's let's go ahead and bless the name of the lord just offer him thanks tonight wherever you are offer the lord thanks father we thank you lord we praise you we bless your holy name we glorify you. You are worthy of our praise. You are worthy to be lifted up and exalted. God, with gratitude in our hearts, we thank you. We lift you up and we adore you. We exalt you. Thank you, God, for being so good to us. Thank you for being so kind. Thank you, Lord, for watching over your word to perform it in our lives. Thank you for bringing us to a good place. Thank you, God, for causing your face to shine upon us. Thank you for the blessing of heaven. Thank you, God, for your glory. Thank you for graces. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for giving us this year as a fruitful season, a year of new horizons, a year of the full blessing, a year of a new dawn, uh, the dawning of a new day. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you for giving it to us. Thank you, God, for your mighty blessings. Thank you for what you've done, for what you're doing, and for what you're going to continue to do. We give you all the glory, Lord. We give you all the praise. You alone deserve it. So receive it to yourself tonight. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. Glory be to God. Woo, hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. Say one more time, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, saints, for hanging with us through this series of uh, Bible studies and lessons and discussions. And praise God. Wow. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Awesome. We're out of time tonight. I'm so excited about the things that the Lord is, is doing and looking forward to the greater things that are coming. I hope you are too. Thank you for being a part of this service tonight. I look forward to seeing you again next week. God bless you. Good night.